This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Welcome to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we are here every Saturday morning with you from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIMKSIM. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. You have your announcer voice going today. Well, <laughs> this is a radio it show. It is. It is. It just sounded a little extra announcier, like, you know. I don't okay. know if that's making well, up words. So yeah, yeah. Announcer, <laughs> listen, folks. We're here to talk about retirement and retirement planning. When if you want to talk about your specific situation, or if you have questions, shoot us an email at the retirement playbook at gmail Give us a call at three three two seven eight five five. Give us a call. Talk to us. You know what? It's very easy to have a conversation, and um, if that conversation blooms some good advice for you and your future and for your family, then why wouldn't you do that? Mm-hmm. Give us a call. There's no fee for calling us on the phone, okay? It's <laughs> 332-7855. Yeah. Check and, us out online, too, at uh, theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. Uh, lots of good stuff on our website, too. So if you're wanting to just kind of check us out that way first, as we know a lot of people like to do. So go there. You can see information on our radio show. You can listen to past shows. Um, we've got good information on your color of money, which we talk a lot about in the show. So if you've been listening, you've been, you know, hearing us talk about different, your different colors of your money. Um, check that out. Uh, there's also a complimentary retirement income toolkit that you can download. That's just a great jump starter with a lot of articles um, that we can provide you that kind of give you some good information on starting your retirement planning. So that's there. There's also information on Brock's book. So um, if you haven't heard us talk about the book, The Last Paycheck, um, How to Create Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep the Paychecks Coming In, there's information there too online. So check it out. Um, you can buy the book on Amazon. Um, it's on Amazon, you know, obviously amazon.com it's prime eligible, 1295 for a book, 65 pages. It's a real easy read. So, um, check it out. It's a great, great book. Um, I think Brock did a great job for his first one. So I was pretty proud. So, Thank you very yeah. much for all of that. And well, one other thing, I got more. Oh my gosh. I got more to say. Right. So um, I know we've mentioned this before, but you know, all proceeds from the book are going to be donated back um, to assist with financial literacy programs, which obviously we think is very important given what we do and, and have two kids in the school system. So we know that how important that is. But um, we got our first round of royalties. I guess that's what you call them. I'm not really sure what it, what it's that's called. Correct. Is that's that right? Royalties. Yep. And so we will be donating some money to the junior achievement program here locally in Cape Girardeau. So we are um, getting ready to write our first check and do our first give back. So that's kind of exciting. So yeah, yeah. That's awesome. yeah. So we're really excited folks. I mean, it's not just about, you know, Hey, you know, it's about us. It's about you guys. Mm-hmm. It's about our community. You know, we, we make a living in this community and we feel like everyone should do their part mm-hmm. in trying to make the next generation better. Absolutely. So anyway. Yeah. Obviously we're a little biased. We got a couple coming through, so we want them to do <laughs> yeah. to have as much success in their hands as they can. So anyway. You can't baby them and give them everything. That's no. true. That's, That's true. That's a problem nowadays. All right. So today's topic. Yes. Is trying to retire- keep you off a soapbox here. <laughs> I know. You don't like Dennis, it when I start talking oh, about that. I don't that. mind some of your soapboxes, but all right. So today's topic is we're going to talk about 401ks during a job change. I'm excited to talk about this because you know what I I remember a lot from, you know, when I worked at the hospital here in town and then also at the university is, you know, people will change jobs. The the average person stays in in a job three to four years at most. Right. So obviously you're hopefully, you know, um, working to get vested if you can, you know, a lot of a lot of 401ks now you can be vested after a year. So hopefully there's 401k money out there. And I remember so many people leaving all their money on the table and didn't know or leaving it at the the 401k of that previous employer and really not even knowing where all their money was. Right. I mean, that, I think that happens a lot. So I'm excited to kind of talk about this and things. That and you there's be all doing. kinds of things that you need to be doing and thinking about mm-hmm. when you're doing this. And one of the main things is beneficiary changes. Oh, yeah. That's you a big know, one. Yeah. I mean, that is a really, really big one. Now, I've already started getting into the material here, oh, but yeah, we're going to jump around here. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know how I am. Yeah, I know. I lose track pretty easily. But I do want to start off with some basic information. The Bureau okay. of Labor Statistics reports that people born between 1957 and 1964 held an average of 11.7 jobs, 11.7 mm. jobs from the ages of 18 to 48. So in 30 years, 11.7 jobs on average. That so is my average was pretty close. What I, I mentioned, mean, that is yeah. crazy. Yeah. What I mentioned that three to four, three to four years. Yeah. Yeah. It goes on to say, remarkably, women held mm-hmm. almost as many jobs as men, despite taking more time out for their career for child rearing activities. Mm-hmm. On average, men held jobs or excuse me, on average, men held 11.8 jobs and women held 11.5 jobs. So mm-hmm. just about the same. Yeah. Right? That's almost exactly the same. Yeah. 25% held 15 jobs or more, while just 12% held four jobs or less. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That so, is unbelievable. So yeah. you think about 11 different jobs in 30 years, and if you participated, which hopefully that, that your employers Right, and offered, you were eligible to. Yeah. And you were eligible to participate in the retirement plans, you might only have $1,000, $5,000, $10,000 at that you know previous employer, but all of your money needs to have the attention paid to it. Right, right. Okay, we don't want to just sit there and not do anything. Right, okay? let's sit there, yeah. Don't, don't be taking my questions away from me. All right, <laughs> all right. Go ahead, Mrs. Alspaugh. Well, no, I just want to say, gosh, you know, it's, it, I remember, you know, I worked 10 years at Southeast Missouri State and then almost six years at um, Southeast Health. And it was odd for me to be that long because like you said, you just, those statistics are staggering so yeah anyway okay first question so we obviously that's a lot of jobs for an average person right um <laughs> you know obviously that was a lot based on the statistics I'm trying to like i'm thinking in the back of my head like yeah you know, i'm, I'm yeah, approaching you didn't that, do that either yeah i'm approaching that uh you know 48 age show yeah yeah and you're uh, not even close to that how see, many jobs have this your third i had I'm trying to remember the dollar store yeah that was the that was the first one out of college. I, I remember had the that third set of keys. You had the third set of at keys at the Dollar General store here in Cape. And Toronto. then you went to First Star. Was that what it was called? I'm trying yeah. to remember. Well, I mean, I worked at the grocery store and, and when I was eighteen. Well, I'm talking so, about no, I know, but it says to, yeah. eighteen to forty-eight. So yeah, that's true. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, store. okay, yeah. So that's one, and then two, and then three, the bank, and mm-hmm. then four, that other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five. Yeah. So I've had yeah. five different. I guess you could call it jobs. Right. Yeah. You're not close. Career changes. Yeah. 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 Don't change. Well, I mean, gosh, you've been here owning your own business for 12. This is our 12th year. Yeah. And I've been doing this as a financial advisor for 18. Yeah. Yeah. So almost 19. Yeah. So you're not going to hit the statistics. No. <laughs> okay. No. Nope. All right. No. Nope. So I'm in the long. I'm in this for the long. You're in haul, for the so, long haul. Yeah. Well, obviously, we talked about Love all what the I do. all the changes that people are making, and so you know, and you kind of already referenced this. You know, I'm sure the last thing they're thinking about truly is all the 401ks that they've either left behind. Right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. So you kind of talked about that. I so. did. So you know, there's obviously many, many reasons, and being a former HR executive, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know about changing jobs and why oh, people yeah. change jobs. And yep. You know, it's anywhere from work-life balance to uh, career advancement or relocation or even a negative mm-hmm. incompetent loss, mm-hmm. right? I yep. mean, you're, you're just, you know, not very good at what you do, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Hey, or, sometimes or, people or maybe you had that, a, yeah. maybe you had a, a bad boss. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. there's so many. So many reasons. Yeah. But whatever the reason for the job change, there are many, many options for your 401k. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, there was actually an article in April of last year, um, entitled, here's what to do with your 401k when you change jobs. Hmm. And it really breaks down some of the options and, and, and the ramification, the, the pros and cons of those right. options, uh, when you're changing jobs. So that's okay. what we're going to get into today okay. uh, as far as some of these things that you need to be thinking about if you're going to be changing jobs or if you've changed jobs and you've left 401ks at prior employers. So mm-hmm. let's continue. Sounds good. Discussion. So, um, you know, obviously I think this is a great topic, um, you know, because as we know, so many workers do change jobs and often, you know, I, I reference this again, you know, I think the 401k truly becomes something that's forgotten. You know, it's a forgotten asset because you're focused on the next thing, right? I mean, you're yep. working on what the next job is. And so. a lot of people live in the now, right? you know, and, right. and, 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 and so they What's think next? about their new yeah. 401k and maybe get enrolled in their new 401k, but it's your money. Mm-hmm. It's the same as leaving your wallet behind when you move to a new job. Are you going to do that? Mm -hmm. Are you going to leave that wallet in that desk that you had? I hope not. 
<laughs> the answer is no, and you shouldn't do it with your four hundred one k. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, your your money should be working for you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not you working for the money. Right, right. And it needs to be as productive as possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that leaving your four hundred one k in that prior employer's plan is always uh, a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes. It it's justified. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So that may be one option for you. you it may, may be one option. Okay. Maybe okay. they have really, really good investment options and maybe they're really, really low in fees. And maybe they're, you know, so there's a lot of, there's some reasons to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's so many more options out there for you that, you know, you really need to consider all of the information. Okay. Which brings us to our first option for your 401k when you leave your job. You can leave it in there. Okay. Um, and there, by the way, may be a minimum balance required to leave your money there at your old company. Mm-hmm. A lot of times in my experience, it's been about $5,000 or so. Mm-hmm. So you might want to maintain the 401k plan with the former employer if the plan has especially good investment options. And if the plan, excuse me, has low cost and, and contains company stock, mm-hmm. for example. Right, right. Because, okay, let's give a good example here. Let's say you worked at a company and you had their stock mm-hmm. in the plan, mm-hmm. okay? And and it's inside the retirement plan. There are some things you lose if you roll that over to a 401k. Mm. Number one is they're going to make you sell the stock. Right. Okay? Number two is is that you lose the ability to do things like net unrealized appreciation mm. mm-hmm. with that company stock, which basically says, hey, you're going to pay ordinary income on the basis of that stock, and all of the appreciation, what they call net unrealized appreciation, and then is put into a regular account, not mm-hmm. an IRA, and you just pay capital gains on that appreciation. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you wipe it out. Whereas if you, you wipe, wipe it out, out or if you roll it over to an IRA, you're going to pay taxes on all of the money mm. and ordinary income, mm-hmm. which is much different or can be much different than, than capital gains tax. As we're talking company stock. And we're talking about our tax situation now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you had that situation, what would be a smart thing to do? Well, number one is you want to make sure that that stock is, that company is a good company. Right. Right. And then it's making money and those kinds of things. Because, okay, fine, you lose the ability to do things like NUA, but, you know, maybe you get into a better investment and Mm -hmm. earn a lot more money. It may make sense. And it just makes more sense. Okay. So anyway, there are reasons to do this and leave money behind, but, um, um, you may not have easy access to information once you are outside of the company, though. Mm Mm-hmm. And having multiple 401ks laying around could hamper your ability to keep track of all right, of them. Right, right, yeah. So, while leaving your 401k where it is may be an option, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. may not be the best financial strategy. Right. Okay. And I think the other thing, too, just to reference, is a lot of people don't realize that they still pay fees within those 401ks, too. I think some people forget that part of it. So, you want to you see what you're yeah, paying, right? <laughs> absolutely. Check all that out first. And they made it a lot easier a few years ago because right. they made that, came up with this fee disclosure that right. has to disclose all... All the fees, whereas before you didn't fees. see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, listen, we got to take a break, and we're going to talk about more options. I know everybody knew that you could leave it there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not, though. If you don't have that minimum balance, they're going to kick you out. Right, that's okay? true. That's true. So, anyway, we're going to talk about all this next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial <laughs> Solutions. 
<laughs> yeah, we are the retirement people. We sure. Oh, sorry, are. I was giggling at you. It was kind of funny how you were saying that one. So, <sighs> so we have a good good topic today. I mean, this is kind of a different one. We haven't done anything applicable. Kind of this. Yeah. To probably more people than right. any other topic we've talked about. That's absolutely right. So we're talking about 401ks during a job change and, you know, what are your options when that happens? And um, just to recap, you know, the first thing we talked about is obviously just leaving it at the employer plan, right? So the pros and cons of doing that, um, if you're just tuning in. So, um, and we said that may not always be a good strategy because obviously, you know, keeping track of them and you may not have access or you may not have a minimum balance, right? To leave it there. So, um, what would you say is another option or maybe a better option than leaving it with the current, current Um, you know, you can definitely, if you have a new job and Mm -hmm. they do have a 401k there, you can roll it to the new plan. Okay. Um, you know, that is definitely, uh, you got to make sure that they accept rollovers, Mm -hmm. number one. Okay. And this could be a good option if the investment choices and fees match your desires and risk tolerance. Yep. Okay. And I find this more applicable to younger people. Yeah. Yeah. Because people that are in their 50s and 60s definitely want more options. Right. May not um, make sense to roll it over to you. Know, the you plan. don't have annuities, for example, in 401k plans. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But the, they may we're be working coming. on it. The yep. government's working on that. But, but, but so that might be something that somebody in their fifties and sixties might want to look at. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're in your twenties, thirties and forties, you're probably wanting to be more aggressive. And so it's now about meeting your objectives, investment right. objectives, making sure that the fees are good or low and making sure that the investment choices are mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So does that make sense? It does make sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. But uh, you have a third option yeah. too. What's our third option? Well, <laughs> the third option is to roll over your 401k to an individual retirement account okay Mm -hmm. okay so now let's talk about rollovers okay so you can't you can take a distribution which is just being paid to you Mm -hmm. but but you have taxes due on that and if you're not 59 and a half you're going to pay a 10 percent federal tax penalty yeah and it could cause all of your other income to be taxed at a higher rate i mean it's just a disaster Mm-hmm. A lot of times. This is if you're just taking it if out. If you just take if it all out. If you just take it all out. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So the advantages of doing that is that you have multiple things going on here. You can do, um, I mean, I can literally talk the rest of the show. I know about this. this. Yeah. So, <laughs> about the IRA? Yeah. 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 Uh, about the IRA. So, so you have a indirect rollover and direct rollovers. Okay. Indirect rollovers is getting a check made out to you. Okay, so let's say you got $500,000 in your 401k Mm -hmm. and you say, I'm going to roll it over to an IRA and you um, tell them this and they say, okay, we'll make the check out too. And you say, I don't know because I haven't made up my mind yet or where am I going to put it? So they get the check and they make it out to you. Okay. Okay. Not the end of the world. That's technically a distribution. Okay. But. Because the check's been cut to you. Because the check's been made out to you, Mm -hmm. not for the benefit of you, but to you. Okay. And that is a technically a taxable event okay. unless, unless you uh, roll that over to a qualified plan, which an IRA would be one of those, and you do it within 60 days. Mm. Okay. So okay. you have 60 days to roll that money over if it's made out to you. If you get that check cut to you. Okay. Now, yeah. if you have multiple 401ks. Right. Okay. And uh, this is where the rules have changed the last few years for taxes. You can only do one rollover, indirect rollover per 365 days, not in a calendar year, but per 365. So if I do it right now, it's a look back of 365. It is. Mm -hmm. I have to go. I have to wait. If I did one now, I would have to wait until May, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. next year, 23rd, 4th, 5th, whatever it is, 30th. So you have to wait Mm -hmm. 365 days. Now, Let's go to the roll, direct rollover, mm-hmm. which says what? And this is the way to do it, folks. Mm-hmm. If you absolutely have to, you can do an indirect rollover. You have 60 days to put it into an IRA to where it's not taxable to you, and you'll be fine. But that's a lot of pressure. If you don't but that's know a lot of pressure, yeah, and it's just doing. silly. Yeah. Like, you should make up your mind before you do the rollover. If you're in such a rush to do that, you, should, you shouldn't have started let, the leave process. It there. Leave it there. <laughs> yeah, leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. But some people get so worked up about it, they don't want their money at their well, former employer, especially if it ended kind of bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just like, give me my money. Yeah. You know, I'm out of here. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Maybe so, an emotional decision. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it has been done and we have helped people do this, but you've got to make sure you do it right. 
and the really correct and right way to do this is through the direct rollover mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you go, you request the check. Okay. Or you call the provider and say, okay, I want, I want to roll my money over to an IRA. And they say, okay, who do you want the check made out to? And then that check would be made out to whoever you're going to invest with, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be a, a Fidelity or a TD Ameritrade or who, whatever, whoever your a bank, you know, whoever your new custodian is, they would make it out to them. And then for the benefit of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's a, it's it is not uh, an indirect transaction. It's a direct rollover from a custodian to a custodian. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called the direct rollover. So that is the best way to do it. Okay. Now, the question you really asked me was was well, why would somebody roll it over to an IRA? Right. And what are the benefits of doing that? And I'm telling you, there's tons of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And especially again, the closer you get to retirement the more important these options become. Well, making the right decision. And if making the right jobs. decision yeah. if you're changing yeah. jobs. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to go through this, some of these. I'm actually uh, reading from The Retirement Savings Bomb and How to Defuse It, written by our man, Ed Slot. He's America's IRA expert mm-hmm. and um, has done a really good job educating mm-hmm. the, the public on IRAs. Right, okay? right. Because there's lots of rules with IRAs that people aren't aware of. Oh my gosh, it's very complicated. It can be very complicated, yeah, and yes. if you screw it up, you're it's yeah. just not a good situation. You don't want penalties. <laughs> yeah. So yep. here's on page fifty. Let's see what fifty-five. Okay, he starts with the advantages of rolling to mm-hmm. an IRA. So now I'm going to get into some of these, and I'm probably going to go up to our time. I was going to say I'm not okay. going. That's okay. Last question. The <laughs> first one is stretch distributions for beneficiaries. Mm-hmm. You may not have thought about this being a benefit of having an IRA or rolling over to an IRA, but the stretch or a multi generational IRA says, "Hey, you have this IRA balance, okay, and you want to make sure." Or maybe it's a voluntary thing where you don't really care, but your beneficiaries want to do this, which is taking the balance at your death, non-spousal, by the way, mm-hmm. okay? And and so it's your kids, and they stretch it over their life. So mm-hmm. if you've got, again, I'll use the example of $500,000 in a form or an IRA, it, it gets passed down to them, and they stretch that over their lifetime, okay? Well, and I think you, you've... Um, kind of telling you some of the stuff you've said before, but I think one of the most, the reasons people would want to do this, the reason there's an option for that is um, what's the statistics, statistics, I can't talk this morning, on um, inheritance. They're gone in what? 18 months or less. Correct. And so no matter how large. Yeah. No matter what or small or small. Yeah. Yep. It's gone in 18 months. Yep. So the advantage of doing this is you get to control it and you get to make decisions. Well, now, wait a minute. So, so it, it can't, it doesn't have to be, but it can be. It can be. Yeah. So if you file a restricted beneficiary form, which basically says they have to take it this way. Yes. It can be a mandatory mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or if you get a trust and say the language, put that language in the trust. Then right. Yes. Okay. Um, but it doesn't have to be. And what I'm saying is, is that, you can leave it up to your beneficiaries. Mm. So maybe mm-hmm. one wants to do it and the other one doesn't. Got it. You know. So you can make choices. Absolutely. But just between your kids. So maybe one kid's real responsible and the other's not. <laughs> right. Got it. And that happens a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could see that. I could see that. So heirs can keep the money growing over their life expectancies after your death. Mm-hmm. Okay. Heirs must take required distributions. But with proper estate planning and beneficiary planning, the amount remaining can continue to build up tax deferred. Mm-hmm. And and the that's one of the main advantages of the stretch is they are uh, reducing their tax liability. So instead of getting a lump sum all in one year and getting taxed and, on that and just getting wrecked, okay, they just take that tax hit little by little mm-hmm. over the years. Now, that's even a customized situation, is it right. not? Because right right now we're in the lowest tax rates we've ever been in. Some people, not all, but some tax brackets for certain incomes right. are the lowest taxed. Uh, incomes in, 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 in our country. Right. And so if that's the case, maybe you're, you know, thinking, okay, they're probably going to go up, uh, you know, so let's just go ahead and take it in a lump sum. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. one of the things you could do though, is you don't have to do the stretch distributions. You can actually, as a non-spousal beneficiary, take it over five years. Now it oh, has okay. to be gone in five years. Yeah. It has to be gone in five years. But that isn't one of the options. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So at least it gives you some time to, again. It gives you still, some time. Yeah. 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 Put, yeah. put putting it out there a little longer. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then although it says here, uh, although the IRS rules permit a non-spouse designated beneficiary of an IRA to stretch distributions in their inherited IRA over his or her life expectancy, many plans, 401ks, mm-hmm. 
do not allow this option. This is the trap, okay, that you can fall into. Mm -hmm. But today's beneficiaries have a different trap to watch out for, okay? Mm -hmm. So be careful or know the rules. If you're going to leave it in that 401k, you better know what those rules are. And it's all, yeah. look, and that's what I've said before. 401k plans are regulated, yes, by ERISA, but they are determined, all of these options are determined by the plan document. Correct. Which yes. can be different from plan A to plan B. Everybody yep. thinks 401ks all work the same. Mm-mm, uh-uh. mm-mm. Not at all. Not even close. The employer gets a lot of decisions. Yes. They just make a lot of decisions. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So, all right. So there's some other, um, obviously, <laughs> benefits to rolling your money uh, from a past previous mm-hmm. employer's uh, 401k to an IRA. But we are ran out of time right now. Uh, for our second uh, session here. So let's take a break and we'll come back and talk about more. Okay, sounds good. All right. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, We feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, Download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. That number again is 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. Sure are. <laughs> sure are. <laughs> that was a good ad. I like it. I like it. Everybody's laughing at Man, us now. Man, if you they can't know. have fun <laughs> I know. doing stuff like this, then yeah. what is the point? That's right. Life's not worth living. You got to laugh at yourself. So. All right. You want to give us a little recap of what yeah, we talked about today yeah. so far? Yeah. So today we've been talking about your options when you change jobs within an existing 401k plan. So, and some of the best moves or some decisions that you can make, you know, so in the first and second segment of the show, we've covered th- really three options so far. One of course is that you can leave it, you know, with your, current, maybe, maybe, maybe that's true. Leave it with the old 401k plan. If the balance is large enough and they allow you to do that. Um, number two is you can roll it over the 401k to your new employer's plan. And that's again, a maybe, cause you know, the new employer must allow 401k rollovers. So, but that's an option for you. Um, and then what we closed with in the last segment, and I don't think we got to everything you wanted to talk about was really being able to roll over your 401k to an individual retirement account or an IRA. So you were kind of talking about that some, is of, correct. The, some of the so control you have in an IRA. It's it, That's exactly, that's the perfect word yeah. right there is control. I mean, okay. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> that's what you do. That's what I do. I was here for the perfect word. <laughs> right. So the advantages of rolling to an IRA, actually the first one was probably not expected by many of you listening. Yeah. Uh, which is the stretch distribution for beneficiaries. Some 401k plans don't allow for that. Mm-hmm. And it could be a very, very powerful tool for your beneficiaries. And I hear this all the time. Well, I don't care because I'm gone. Oh, they can do whatever they want. No. Mm. Some people, including your adult children, don't have the capability to make the best decision right. financially and, and think, don't yeah. want to do it. And they just take the money and spend it on. Well, here's another reminder. Things. 18 months, guys. 18 months. No matter how large the inheritance, most time it's gone. So that's a reason to, you know try to control some of it. So right. especially, so, you know, even though you may say you don't care, but you do, you want people to be wise stewards of your money. You worked hard for it. I would right. think most people do care. So, right. yeah. And most people do, but yeah. I do hear that from time to time. Yeah. <clears throat> so number one is uh, the uh, stretch distribution. Number mm-hmm. two is smoother. This is new material now. Okay. Smoother estate planning. Assets in an IRA. And again, I'm reading from the retirement savings bomb and how to defuse it by Ed Slot, page 56 now. Smoother estate planning. Assets in an IRA can more easily be coordinated with your overall estate plan than assets in a company plan, such as a 401k. Mm. You can name anyone you wish as your beneficiary and even split accounts, naming several primary and contingent beneficiaries. Funds in a company retirement plan are subject to federal law, which for the most part requires your, uh, that you name your spouse as beneficiary mm-hmm. unless your spouse signs a waiver. 
right? Right. An IRA rollover does not avoid the spousal waiver. It must be filled with the plan before you roll the funds, okay? But once the funds are in your IRA, you're not required to name your spouse's beneficiary, Mm. Mm. okay? Um, Number three is more investment choices. You know, we kind of hit on that in the first segment here. Right, right. You know, you are, you know, most plans nowadays do a very good job. Um, of offering many investment choices that cover the the gamut, if you will, you know, large cap, small cap, mid sized companies, value, uh, growth, core, mm-hmm. international, emerging markets, gold, precious metals, those kinds of things. I mean, it just they do a, a, a much better job than they used to, right? Of offering investment choices. However, um, as you get older, maybe you want to invest in things that are not even available in the four hundred one k. Right. Maybe your risk tolerance has changed. And you don't want to have your money in bonds or you don't want to have all your money in stocks. And so the IRA gives you more investment choices to customize your investment choices to meet your personal needs. Okay. You can instantly make changes that fit your risk tolerance and retirement needs rather than going through a bureaucracy of where you are now with an ex-employer or an ex-employee mm-hmm. and thus receive little personal attention. Right. I think that's that's a huge advantage. I mean, most people want to be able to have the opportunity to have that sit down, right? right. And when you lose, leave the employer, you most time lose that ability. So, um, you know, to be able to sit down with someone and have a real conversation about it. So, yeah, I think that's good. So, number four, mm-hmm. it's another benefit of rolling the mm-hmm. money from a 401k and not leaving it in there, but rolling it over to an IRA. The fourth advantage is Roth conversion ability. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You leave the door open to becoming eligible to convert from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA mm-hmm. and allow income to pass tax-free to your beneficiaries. Huge benefit. Right. If you have room in your tax bracket, let's say you're in the 12% tax bracket right now, okay, and up to 70, I think it is 8000 or so dollars, over that, everything's taxed at 20, okay, or 22. So, it's a big jump. Mm-hmm. But if you if you make, say, 50 or 60, you've got some rooms there still in the 12% tax bracket. You may want to convert some traditional dollars to Roth dollars. Yep. Pay a little bit of tax now to have tax-free benefits in the future for yourself and for your kids and potentially grandkids. So here's where I do have to do a quick plug on our Roth conversion report, right? So um, if you think that might be something you want to look at, give us a call because um, you do those a lot and it tells you whether that's a good idea or not, you know, that that's, you know, that might be the best bet for you. So um, we can absolutely help you with that. So, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Um, so since the 2008, the, um, the Pension Protection Act of 2006 allows you to convert company plan funds, such as your 401k money, directly to a Roth IRA. The same as if converting from a traditional IRA. Mm -hmm. You still pay the tax on the converted funds. Okay. Um, And then convert the traditional funds to a Roth funds. The current rules alone, though, are not reason enough to leave your funds in the company plan as you are still under the withdrawal restrictions of the plan. Mm -hmm. So in other words, the plan may not allow for this. Right. Right. Even though it's opened up to say, yes, plans can offer this, doesn't mean that every plan has it, in other right. words. Because, again, they still get to make those decisions. Correct. Yep. The employer the employer gets to make those decisions. That's yep. correct. Yep. Important okay. stuff. Um, okay. Reason number five. Again, reading from the retirement savings bomb, time bomb and how to defuse it from, from uh, Ed Slot, page 58 now. number Reason number five to roll over to an IRA, an annuity investment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, you can't have an annuity inside a 401k. Or the, yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> you can invest some of your IRA money into an annuity, a feature that is generally not available with other types of retirement plans. I know that everything you've read elsewhere says not to do this because annuity is already tax deferred. But that thinking, can, it, that thinking is wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have annuities in my own IRA, and if I died while the market was tanking, my beneficiaries would see, receive a guaranteed death benefit at a higher value. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you've got to hedge against an unstable market. Right, right. Okay. So again, these are words from Ed Slot, America's IRA expert. And um, just a lot of good things to think about. While I do agree with him as older, the older you get, you should look at maybe mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. option. Um, but it's not for everybody. Right. Okay. Right. Number six, greater flexibility, availability, and control. You have no withdrawal restrictions with an IRA. Whereas the company plans, as I mentioned before, have some, for example, 401k may not release money to you, even for a personal hardship, if you're under the minimum age of 59 and a half. Mm-hmm. Once you get over 59 and a half, you can usually do what they call an in-service distribution. Um, but 
uh, up until that time, you may be restricted. Okay. You have immediate access to your funds. You are in complete control. You don't have to ask anyone's permission. They don't have to sign off on it. Right. <laughs> okay? If you have an IRA versus, you know, if you're trying to do a withdrawal on a 401k, uh, you exercise greater control over the amount of tax you pay by withdrawing more in low income years. Okay. Reason number seven to roll money from a 401k at an old job to a IRA, account consolidation. You can consolidate all of your retirement plans under one single umbrella. And you don't have to worry about keeping track of all the different distribution requirements like your required minimum distributions. Okay? Um, so just that's, cleaner. Just cleaner that way, just right? just cleaner yeah. that way. Okay? And you'll save countless trees, he says <laughs> in this book. Uh, reason number eight to roll it over to an IRA and not keep it in a 401k, plan portability. If you aim to keep working, you're able to roll the taxable money in your IRA account back to your new company's plan with no sweat. But you cannot roll over after-tax IRA money back into the company plan. So if you have after-tax IRA money, you want to keep that separate from your mm -hmm. pre-tax money, it's an easy way to do that. Okay, you can separate the two. You can create two accounts essentially, and put the after-tax money in one and the pre-tax money in the other. Now that doesn't mean that you can take it out because there's something called the pro-rata rule. So you still got to be careful there. It's not a, you know, it's not an avoidance of, of taxes there. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, but um, anyway, that's yeah. that's there's always a, uh, a a nice option. Okay. Yeah. Lots of intricacies. There I go. Okay. I got it out. <laughs> Here's number nine. Okay. okay, number nine reason to roll over your old 401k to an IRA, access to professional advice. Mm -hmm. And of course, me as a professional advice person, right? I really think this is very, very important. Right, yeah. Um, well, it gives you direct somebody to talk to and, and ask questions. And like you said, when you're when you're leaving it in you know, somebody else's hands, you're, you're at their mercy. Okay, don't get offended by this. I'm ready. Are you ready for this? Why this is I? language by Ed Slime, okay. <laughs> America's IRA expert. Yeah. The retirement savings time bomb and how to defuse it. Here it is right here. Under number nine. Okay. <laughs> IRAs are handled by retirement plan professionals like me. Uh-huh. Whereas company plans such as 401k plans are typically handled by no nothing clerks in the human resources department. Woo, that was rough, Ed. That was rough. No, I will tell you, though. Um, that it's partially true. But yeah, well, no, no, no. I would say very cautionary, you know, at least where I worked, you know, we did not even try to get anywhere close to giving advice because we knew that wasn't we weren't licensed for that or, um, you know, uh, that wasn't our expertise. So, you know, we made sure we worked with a company that, you know, had that those people on staff to help. So, but yes, I, I do think that that's a risk, right? So, I mean, people give advice when they shouldn't. We know that. So, well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. It says no more one size fits all plan management. You get an advisor who works for you, not mm -hmm. for the company you work for. Right. That's a good one right that's there. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. You'll be able to work with an advisor who is a specialist in IRA distribution planning. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. that's us. Yep. The challenge here is that the average advisor is not an IRA distribution specialist, that they're more considered a money manager, in mm -hmm. my words. Mm -hmm. That's my words. Yep. Um, and cannot com competently address these issues. Okay. In fact, fewer than 1% of advisors are competent enough to do so. That's a problem because you need to work with an advisor who is well-versed in the distribution issues covered in this book, mm -hmm. which affect you and your family. Yep. And that's what so. you're great at. You actually went through Ed Slot's training on this, right? I did. So, yep. I so, did. and I, and I do, I'm always impressed and, and it is amazing to me that when you meet with other people who are, you know, doing their, their due diligence and shopping and looking at, you know, who they want to work with as a financial advisor, how much people have not heard of this stuff, right? Because you're one of the first time to, to, to tell them about it. So, no. Yeah. So those are all the advantages of rolling to an IRA uh, from a 401k mm -hmm. covered by, again, the retirement savings time bomb and how to defuse it by Ed Slot. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that to the table. Yep. Lots um, of good information. Yeah, it was. Lots it of was good very stuff. good information. But yeah. um, you know what? We're out of time for this segment. Okay. We've only got time for one more segment. Yep. But we got to take a break and uh, we're going to talk more about... Yep. These options. When you're doing a job change with a 401k. And I think, you know, we talked about doing some best practices um, and we'll talk about that in the next segment. Awesome. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we use this simple 11 question survey to help you gain insight into your financial profile. Armed with your score, we can help you make decisions about your asset allocation in retirement. 
To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit mycolorofmoney.org to get your score or give us a call today at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the Retirement People. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and again, when you're in the fourth segment, the coffee has fully kicked in. So, yeah. <laughs> so I love this topic we're doing today. This is a good one because like you said, I think it affects probably everybody that's it listening really to us, right? Or at least at some point. So many um, people have 401ks. Yep. Yep. So we're talking about don't know four, what to do with them. Right. We're talking about 401ks during a job change and, um, you know, how you can handle those because a lot of times it's kind of the forgotten got an asset that you have out there. And of course that's money that you've earned. So one of the first options we talked about was leaving your money in your current 401k plan, you know? Um, so if you're just tuning in, go back and listen, cause we talked about some good things in there and whether you can or not, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't depending on how much you got in there. And if the, the plan allows for it, um, second option is that you can roll over to a 401k to your new employer's plan. So if they have a rollover option, um, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So again, something to check. Um, but again, that keeps you from having, you know, uh, 401ks a little bit of everywhere, right? Right. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was an option. Uh, the third option, which we talked a lot about was rolling your 401k to an individual retirement account or an IRA. Um, and obviously, um, Brock is an IRA expert. So we talked a, a long time about that one. And really the big advantage there, my takeaway, it was that, you know, if you do that, you really have more control. So, you know, there's a lot more control that if you're having it in your hands. Absolutely. In an so, and that's what it really boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, those are kind of the three things we've talked about. Um, and then, you know, in closing, we wanted to kind of talk about some best practices or best moves, you know, that you should make when you're doing these job changes, just some things that you don't forget. So before we close out today, we want to talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. So, let's do it. Yep. Let's talk about some best practices. What's the first thing you want to talk about? Yeah. So, you know, as part of our show, we do every week, mm-hmm. we don't just come in and do it. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is, this is something we do a little bit of research for mm-hmm. and I find articles to talk right. about and bring books in to, that yep. and, and experts from like uh, we book. did. Yeah. Like we did earlier. Yep. yep. And I found another article from us news and world report from January of last year, mm-hmm. five ways to spice up your 401k plan in day one mm. or wait a minute, in one day, excuse me. In just one day. Yeah. Okay. And okay. we're going to go run through these real, each of these real quick for okay. you. Okay. okay. So did you going to, Oh, well, let's hear the first one. Well, oh, you want to hear the first yeah, one? Yeah, I want to hear right. the first one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say spicy. Oh, oh, spicy. Well, I did think that was kind of funny. Spice <laughs> it up. Or, you know, the people are getting creative with their titles, right? <laughs> All, right. All right. So what's our so, first one? Sorry. <laughs> Sidetrack there. Sidetrack there. Yep. The first way is to be diligent about maxing out on your employer mm. match. Yes. Seems so simple. But this yeah. is by far the number one mistake you can mm-hmm. make in all of the retirement planning you're doing. Yep. I cannot stand it when I hear talk to people and they go, well, I want to invest in gold mm-hmm. or, you know, something just off the wall. I mean, that's not off the wall, but right. it, it's, right. it's, 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 you know, anyway. When you got free money right here. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going <laughs> like, okay, so we get into their situation, just having a conversation. And all of a sudden I find out that they're putting 2% of their salary inside their 401k. Mm, mm-hmm. And the employer matches four. Right. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Put the four in at least. What do we always say? Eight to 10% mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of your own money. Okay. Or excuse me, not eight to 10, 10 to 15. Right. Of your own money in the 401k. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, matching out, maxing out the match on the employer plan, I mean, is, is just crucial. You just right. have to do it. Yep. Um, and according to the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics, the average employer 401k match stands at three and a half percent and many go as high as 6%. And we have a lot of those locally. <laughs> Free money. Yes. That do that. It's your fastest path to more retirement mm-hmm. savings. It's not rate of return. It's not fees. Mm-hmm. It's putting the money in the plan. Those other things definitely matter. Right. But it's not the number one. The number one is take advantage of as much as free money as you can. Absolutely. And put as much of your own money even beyond the match as you can. That's what's going to determine your success, folks. Yep. Too many people get caught up on other things that right. are not as important. Well, it's the flashy thing of the moment sometimes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and then they want to say, oh, I got 11%. 
I should have got 13. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Stop. Get no, out of my office. No soapbox. I no know, soapbox. Sorry. Okay. All right. Many plans allow you to adjust your contribution at any time. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to be changing jobs to max out your contribution. So ask your company's human resources about maxing out your 401k mm-hmm. today. Yep. I agree. So that's number one, right? That's Do num- it. That's number one. Tip. You won't miss the money. No, I agree. And then, and when you start it, don't, don't ever stop it. You know what I mean? Like continue to do it. So yeah, we'll increase it too. Yeah. Or increase it. Just saying, don't ever stop. So a lot of people <laughs> will go, Oh, well I'm going to stop for now because I've got to pay off something and then I'm going to go back and do it. You won't go back and do it. So you that's, won't. I guess my point. So you I won't. saw that a lot. So, okay. What's another tip? I know we got to get through all these. So we don't have a lot of time. So I know. Hey, it's our show. I know, but we run out of time. They only allow us to talk for an hour. So, okay. What's our next tip? Another spicy tip uh-huh. is to increase your 401k plan contribution rate today. Mm, okay. If you get a raise right. or bonus, split all 50% and plow it into your 401k plan. Yeah. It's money you won't miss. Yep. I like that. Or ask your employer about an automatic 401k contribution hike. A lot of plans offer a 1% or actually it's most plans allow mm-hmm. you to determine whatever the percentage you want uh, and it will automatically increase it by a half a percent or a percent or 2% per year. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's automatic, you won't even right. probably notice yeah, it. Yeah, I won't even notice it happened. A yeah, few bucks here good. and there. That's good. Um, it comes right out of your paycheck mm-hmm. and will help boost your retirement savings. Yep. Again, what are we talking about? automatic 401k contribution hike. So it will increase your contribution automatically at whatever time you do it on that anniversary. Okay. Pretty cool stuff there. Yeah. Um, this is one that, um, might not seem spicy, but preparation is always hot. Yeah. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> there it is. There Spend it is. an hour reviewing your plan. Mm-hmm. Life changes as you grow older and your retirement plans, goals and needs change as well. Well, yeah, obviously this is a big one. You know, like you talk about this a lot, you know, you shouldn't be investing the same way you did when you started working as when you get closer to retirement. So yeah. Reviewing. It's like your I've said in the book. Yeah. Many people spend way more time mm-hmm. planning for a vacation. That's going to last one week. Right. Than they do planning their retirement. That's going to last the rest of their life. I know you're absolutely right. But the retirement planning or not retirement, the vacation plan is kind of fun. <laughs> but retirement planning can be fun too. You make it fun. <laughs> oh so my. I know you make it fun. Okay, well, so let's let's get through. I know we don't have a lot of time. But, um, any more tips that you want to? Yeah. About? So going back to that article of um, here's what to do with your four hundred one k when you change mm. jobs. Yep. Here are yep. a few other things to keep in mind. Yep. When switching jobs, you never want to withdraw the balance of your four hundred one k instead of moving it out. And again, like I mentioned before, if you cash out before 59 and a half, by the way, where do they come up with these ages? I know. Wait, I talked about that all the time. and a half. That was one of the really? first things I learned when I got here. All these weird Jeez. halves. All these weird half ages. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> there's a 10% early withdrawal penalty for doing uh-huh. that. It's not a tax, folks. That is a penalty. Plus, you owe taxes on it. Right. So, you get double whammied. Okay. So, and then an exception to this by the rule, by the way, is that if you lose or leave your job at age 55 or later, then you won't have to pay the 10% penalty. Mm, Okay. Okay. Plus, you'd be reducing your own retirement stash. I think that's wow. huge. You use there it for retirement. There may be something to consider. Right. <laughs> you <laughs> we put talk about the- taxes and fees all the time, yeah. and we don't even talk about the fact that uh, you're missing a bunch of money for your retirement yeah. now. Well, and that's the reason Hello. you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Uh, let's see here. There's no limit on how much 401k money you can transfer to mm-hmm. an IRA. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a good thing. Right. You're not limited like you are on contributions. On a rollover or a transfer, there okay. are no limitations. Right. Okay. So it's a good option to discuss with your financial professional. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Our time is coming to an end, folks. All right. So what do we need to do to, to make sure that we can reach our retirement goals? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number one, take the first step. Stop waiting and stop thinking that you can always do this on your own because you've had a good run right. in the market managing yeah. it yourself. Yeah. So many people get caught up in that and they become complacent. Well, it's going to come back and even if it went in, it went, did go down. Mm-hmm. But if you're getting ready to retire and you're taking withdrawals and it goes down three years in a row like it did in 2000, 2001, 2002. Right. 
Yeah. Boy, oh boy, you're in for a rude awakening. Don't even talk about 2008, right? <laughs> no, well, yeah, that was even yeah. worse, right? That was even worse. One year yeah. drop right. like it did. Right. So the point is, the first thing you need to do is talk to a financial services professional. That's what we do. We are the retirement people, mm-hmm. and we call ourselves that for a reason. Okay? This is not something that we're just, oh, we like to do this or it's a hobby. No, right. we take this very serious and we take your situation serious. So, well, I think, you know, um, we haven't talked about this in a while, but I think a important thing to mention too, is that you're, you do a great job of staying on top of things and doing continuing education. And, uh, you recently got an additional certification to kind of add to your belt. So I, I, think, I think that's important to kind of mention here, um, as you're kind of looking at financial professionals, right. To work with. Yeah. Uh, and investment management is what, uh, really, uh, investment manager should be mm-hmm. really the title of a lot of people that call them fi- financial advisors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but investment management is very important, but it's only one piece. Right, of the whole retirement plan. Of the retirement plan. Mm-hmm. And that's why we go through our process called the retirement playbook. But anyway, going back to what you'd mentioned, yes, an accredited investment fiduciary is AIF, mm-hmm. is a designation that I just earned. Um, I went through some studies and went to a class and uh, passed the exam. Mm-hmm. So I am official mm-hmm. and I have two designations now. One of them that is more important to me because it shows you that it backs up what I'm saying, which right. is a chartered retirement planning counselor, CRPC. And uh, that's a designation I have as well. So yeah, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Let's well, not I just talk think it's too shows, much about me. Yeah. Though. Well, I mean, I think it's important people that are listening or, you know, considering maybe giving us a call, they should know some of the things that you do. Yeah. Now it's important to note that you've always been a fiduciary your entire career. It's just, you gained the designation for it. Yeah. So. It's an accredited yep. investment yep. fiduciary now. Anyway, yeah. give us a call folks. Take that first step. 332-7855. Leave a message. We'll call you back on Monday. So, but give us a call. 332-7855. And you have yourself a good rest of the weekend. Take care now. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.